Angel Heart Radio programs should not be used to replace your legal or medical advice, nor your own sound judgment. In truth, nothing can dim your magnificence. You are a divine spark, a universal light. You are here on purpose. You are part of a divine plan. And it's our joy to support you. Welcome to Angel Heart Radio. Powered by love, Angel Heart Radio is brought to you by angellight777.com. Have you ever wished you could add a comment while a show is live streaming and that it would be seen in real time and replied to? Well, now you can. Come join us for our live streams on our Facebook page and join the conversation. Hello, everyone. Oh, gosh, we're so thrilled to have you with us for another wonderful hour on Angel Heart Radio. You know, you just have no idea how much we love, 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 love sharing with you. Hello, Carolyn. Hello, darling. Good morning, everybody. I'm really delighted to be here. Got another wonderful show for you today, and it's I think a really great time for this. It's you are much stronger than you think you are. Yes. So today, sharing the support, sharing the love. Please do add your comments on the Facebook page on Angel mm-hmm. Heart Radio. Be part of the show. Ask questions. Uh, share your thoughts and feelings. Reach out for support. And and the thing that I've always found amazing is that. Nine times out of ten, a question that one person will ask, other people want to ask it as well. So go right ahead and ask your question because that's important. It's important to you and it's important to us. And that's what the caring and sharing with others is all about. We're all here to work together to assist one another and to share the love and to share the healing and kindness and compassion and, and, you know, this is what life is all about, especially at this time. The reason for today's show title uh, is the other day, oh, gosh, I've been falling in and out of this, these feelings of fear. Um, there's been a lot going on in the world, but a lot going on in my life as well. And it was really great because Carol Ann and I, as you know, discuss a lot of things and we share time together and we had a cuppa together the other day. And it was really great to talk about how fantastic it is that when we experience these feelings of fear about then also bringing into that whole mix that we really are stronger than we realise, that we're very supported all the time, and yet to try and deny that we're feeling those feelings isn't productive either. So it's having a lot of acceptance about where we're at. Sometimes when we feel that fear... And then we talk to someone about the situation. It makes a big difference. And I'm not saying it's going to make a big difference in the second you talk about, but it gives you another perspective to think about, okay, so this is what happened and why did this happen? And, and you know, it, it's so wonderful to have somebody that you can ask those questions to. And we would love it if all of you, if you have any fears or any questions like that, we would love it you to ask us i don't think that was very good english but no, no it was love it, it, it was done it was it was proper good english i'm telling you it was very proper good you know, I'm, I'm an expert on proper good english right <laughs> well it was coming from the heart you see so i was getting a little bit tangled oh, up was lovely. It was coming out you know so so yeah. but you know when when we can sit down and talk to someone or when we can stop and we think okay so why is this happening 
because a lot of the time these things are happening to to bring something to our attention that's happening in our life that may not even have anything to do with that and so you know sometimes we just need to take a breath Mm. sit down take a breath think about it for a moment and then talk to someone about it because you know it's 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 really interesting because there's so many sayings about fear, you know, like it, it's forget everything and run and all those things. But fear is a survival mechanism because that, that brings up your fight or flight mechanism. And so that is all about survival. And even looking at Anaya's computer, you know, like for Anaya, this computer is about her survival. It's about what she does every day so she wants to have something that is going to do the job that it's meant to be doing and so this is what's now happening but it's interesting I always find these things so interesting when you stop and think about it okay mm-hmm. it's like Professor Julia Sumner used to say why is this so most of you are probably too young to know who Professor Julia Sumner was but he was an amazing man <laughs> amazing man and that's so true caroline because underneath all of that so in my mind i was i went through anger and i was frustrated i went all these through all these different emo uh, well they are emotions but they were triggered by thoughts like fear thoughts and then i got a little bit into he was deb uh, deb courtney's favorite there you go caroline and then i got into a little bit of the poor me you know like you know it's all so difficult and it all happened over Christmas, so things were maybe a little bit slower than usual. But I must hasten to add, they did give me, the. it's in the process, but a full refund is coming. Same problem twice. Yes. Okay, no questions asked. There you go. Yeah, so yeah. it just went to show me, okay, so when I'm in that fear, what is that opportunity for me? And how much do I actually want to stay there, Caroline? I could have stewed in that for ages. Well, never buying that again, um, Mm. which was my original, you know, very you know lofty. The immediate um, thought reaction. It Mm. was my immediate thought. But then, hello, Louise. Welcome. Thank you for joining. Louise is watching with us. As is Jenny Laws. Welcome, welcome. So, getting out of those immediate things. Those immediate things. Okay. So, please don't castigate yourself about that. It's not about giving ourselves a hard time, right? Because all that does is it compounds the fear then with resentment, self blame, criticism, and none of those things are ever going to support us. Not one of those things is ever going to lead us through. It will keep us in. So reaching out, as Caroline said, and discussing it, but also reaching in to Mm -hmm. myself. What is my learning in this? Yeah. If if everything is a gift, hello, Louise. I love having you here. If everything is a gift, and I do believe it is, And that's sometimes really hard to see. And when, I mean, people are facing much bigger things than the computer not working. Let's face it, Caroline, much bigger challenges. They definitely are. And, and, you know, like when we put things into perspective, but also the thing to think about too is, yes, people are, are, are facing massive things at this time, but we're the ones who are living our life. This is this is our life, and this is this is when we need to think about. And it's not being selfish to think about ourselves because how we are 
affects other people in our lives because of our energy that we put out into our into our aura, our thoughts create our reality. And so we need to think about the fact that, yes, there are people facing massive things at this time. Yeah. But in Anaya's case, this computer is, it's one way that she can spread the love and she can spread spread the message and she can share with everybody to assist them in any way that we can because I think this is part of us you know we're all threads on this tapestry of life and so all the things that we do say think and act on um it it affects all of us and so um you know it's about it's about thinking about so sorry i just got distracted by deb courtney's comment she got bitten by a snake two weeks ago oh didn't say that calm and i now know the lesson it's interesting there's lots of things around at the moment to do with snakes i was doing some gardening the other day and i kept getting these messages from my guides watch for a snake watch for a snake watch for a snake because i live on acreage and i was i was Believe it or not, I was swinging the mattock at the time and I swung the mattock down because, you know, I was wanting to get in to get this garden done. And the next thing, whoop, this snake crawls out from where I was. I didn't get it with the mattock, so that was good. Crawled out and then it just went across and underneath some, some prickly plants that I wasn't going to touch anyway. So there's lots and lots of snake messages being given out at the moment. Yeah. And they are fantastic messages that we have from Snake. It's such an amazing spiritual message. Absolutely. These, um, thank you for, for actually raising that too about what that is representing for me. I wonder now, Deb, what was, yeah, she, she had the guidance there. So you obviously had a lot of spiritual support as well. You knew to stay calm. You knew what to do. We're really grateful that it's yeah. it's you're okay and things have turned out so well and that you now by sharing this then trigger carol ann sharing and it then prompts other people to really realize that this is great guidance coming through instantly for people all over the world about paying attention and being aware uh being calm uh, moving through grace uh, again we know it's not always easy to do and yet without it what is there we know then that that's when we get very caught up in fear and hey i lived my for years very caught up in fear all the what ifs recrimination regrets um blame and anger and it took me a long time, actually, and working with the angels was so fantastic. They helped me to come to an understanding a long time ago now um, that I actually wasn't an angry person. I was a person in pain expressing through anger. So these things begin to unlock the code of what our own particular experiences are, how we are reflecting them in the world and what they mean for us. And then within that, all the opportunities for growth and support and self-care and love. Uh, Because as the great Louise Hay said, 
and continues to share her message through her marvelous work, which circulates the planet. That's the, the only way out is through self nurture, self tenderness, self care, and being willing to accept ourselves just as we are. Yeah. That is just so important for us to accept ourselves just as we are. And I was just, when you were talking about that, Anaya, I was just thinking, now, what would I have, you know, you said you were this person who was coming through this and it could have been anger, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm thinking to myself, well, how would I have described myself? I mean, obviously, many years ago, I was in a lot of pain and, and I was unhappy with life. But then I stepped into another place and I just was thinking, now, what would I have, have called the, a word to, to say how I was? And I, the word that kept coming to me was silent. So even though I wasn't silent in what I was doing in, in daily life or work I was doing or whatever, silent was what I wanted to be in comparison to the whole wide world. I didn't want the whole wide world to know who I was. I didn't want them to know anything about me. I just wanted to stay hidden and down below the radar, as I've spoken about before. So, you know, it's a strange word, but they're just saying to me that that's that's the way they would have described me. But then described me. But then going into my heart space and getting all the beautiful opportunities I then got, I realised that that was holding me back because it was an emotion that was holding me back. So I needed to face that emotion and I needed to step out and I needed to to make a noise in the world. And I think probably sometimes that's what people think I'm doing, making a lot of noise. But, but you know, it's really, it's really interesting how different we all are, the different things we've come to learn in this lifetime and how we look at those different things that are happening to us in our lifetime because this is why we're here and this is this is one of the exciting things about it all this is why we're here and it, that's the thing caroline isn't it once you begin to make these connections then honestly it really is like being provided with a road map for our own journey here we begin to understand ourselves and welcome Adam. So great to have you back with us. Thank you so much for joining us. We enjoy your company. Um, this is so important. And as you were speaking, I, I was reminded of an interview I saw with Neil Diamond once and his song, Beautiful Noise. And he said he flung open the windows. I don't know where he was, maybe New York or somewhere, where there is a lot of sound. And all of a sudden he began to become aware of the different sounds and how beautiful the sounds were, what they meant about people's lives, people living, people calling out. Maybe there were some angry voices. Maybe there were some happy voices, but there were people living all around and instead of it being a cacophony of noise he suddenly realized what a beautiful sound coming up off the street yeah right it's got a beautiful sound it's got a beautiful beat so it really comes back to how we are willing because it's all about our willingness and again if you find you're in a place where you're not really willing right now please don't give yourself a hard time about that and that's okay 
it's okay you'll get through that too um i have a beautiful little prayer that i that i use um thank goodness it's a prayer because you can't wear it out i was worn out years ago (laughs) and that is okay so there's two parts to this i am willing to release that part of me which maybe it angers me maybe frustrates me maybe i feel limited whatever dot dot when i think of right and i was using that for a while i kept feeling resistance and i thought what's going on with this resistance and i felt into it and i realized i actually wasn't willing at all no i wasn't ready to let go of the resentment at that time so i slightly modified it to i am willing to become willing to release that part of me and boom like a flower I could feel the bud of that and it began to to really open until it could blossom fully yeah so there are so many different ways that we can work through these times and I'm really interested to know uh, what are some of the ways what are some of the challenges you're facing or, or opportunities for learning and growth that you're experiencing right now? And how are you uh, dealing with that? What's your approach? Um, how are you finding that in your daily life, everyone? So please do share now. There was a comment from Deb I want to go back to, Carol Ann, because I don't, didn't understand it about the snake bite. Okay, Deb, you said... I have used it as an apology for others in drama, as a lesson on staying calm and centred. I'm not quite sure about the apology part. Could you enlighten me about that? Because I really want to understand that. There's a lot in there. There is. There's a lot in there that, that, um, you know, when we all understand it, can help others as well because that's... An anology. Anthology. Oh, is that supposed to be anthology? It says anthology. Yeah, it was probably a spell correct thing. I have used it oh, as an anthology for others in the drama, as, okay. a, as a lesson on staying calm and centered. Bingo. I'm mm. so glad I asked about that. Yeah. yeah. Such an important, important part because, you know, this, this is about, it's all about sharing sharing what we know, what we've learned, what we experience, because quite often people will think, I'm the only one who's experiencing this. I'm the only one who's going through this. But let me tell you, you're not. You know, there's so many people going through these experiences at the moment. And that's why it's so important for us to to share with one another, because, you know, what happens in, in all our lives just ripples out. And, and so, you know, what we're experiencing and how we act and react, because, you know, um, there's this really good saying, the only thing you have to fear is what you add to or subtract from reality, because reality is reality. The sun has rose this morning and that's a reality. What you add to or subtract from that can then become a fear. So, you know, sometimes... Sometimes you need to stop and think about it. I quite often stop and think about it when I get told that statement. But <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys know what I mean there. But, you know, so, um, you know, life is, is all about, it's not, 
it's not this beautiful smooth ride going down the road the, the road is smooth if we had no little humps bumps and up and down like roller coasters what's the point of us being here what's the point of us experiencing this life we're here to experience free will we're here to experience choice and that's what all these things that that come to us you know like it's like Sometimes you might think that you've almost had a bucket of cold water thrown over you. But, you know, the good thing about that is we can give your hair a little bit of a wash and let that, all that negative energy <laughs> wash away. So it's how you look at what happens to you in your life that's really important. So let's now address what happens then. Uh, Deb said she doesn't watch the news anymore. No, me either. I haven't been watching it for years, love. Um, so what happens then? Let's talk about for people now who are really in a world of pain mm -hmm. uh, and fear. Um, so how do we then support people, all of us, mm. who, when someone's really going through really deep pain, oftentimes, in my experience anyway, um, Oftentimes, for me, it was so overwhelming. I couldn't see beyond how I was feeling. Yeah. I couldn't experience any kind of joy for a little while there. It took me a little while. Uh, and then I began to see that there was a possibility of that because both my parents... Within three, within three months, both of my parents had passed and a very significant and important relationship for me, I felt I needed to, I chose to step away from. It was, it was not healthy for me. Um, I know you know quite a bit about this. Gabby, you wrote beautifully on your page about it. Thank you for that. Thank you. Deb said, me too. It overwhelmed me. It really did. It was like, being, for me, Deb, how was it for you? For me, it was like I was so completely involved, in, in, enveloped in it and, and the wave was so enormous. If you've ever been dumped by a wave in the ocean, you don't actually know which way's up and down and that's how I felt. Thank God for the angels is all I can say. You know, that was... Since I've been working with the angels, like really working with them consciously since 2001, that's the only time that I have not been able to feel my communication with them. I knew they were there, however, so that gave me an enormous amount of comfort that there was nothing they would not be with me through. And yet for the first time, I didn't, my channel was like gone felt like it completely vanished of course it hadn't it was just waiting for me to experience what I was experiencing and when I was ready and, and able to start slowly coming through that there it was the whole time but Deb said I didn't either I didn't want to be here anymore I, I had a voice that kept saying it will get better oh that's beautiful, Deb. Because when you are so sad and feel so much pain, when every breath is difficult, 
because the pain is so strong. That is very difficult to be positive through. So the reason I share this with you all is to demonstrate that I actually do understand how difficult things can be. Each person's experience is their own and there will be different ways that we experience it. But to shut ourselves, which is what I do actually, I retreat. You'll always know if things aren't, if I'm in a bad spot because you just weren't here from me. And I know, <laughs> sitting here talking to you guys, that's the one thing that is not the best thing to do, right? Yeah. Reach out to someone and yet I don't. It's just like I become a tiny little ball and I just am so insulated. So if you know someone like that you normally hear from, you normally communicate with and you aren't, make sure you reach out to them. They might need a helping hand. They might just need someone to reach out and say, hey, I just want you to know I'm here if you need me. They're probably some of the greatest words I have ever heard or given. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, we all react to these things very differently. We all have our own way. I know... Um, and I won't go into the depths of it, but when I lost my daughter, all I wanted to do was talk about her and people didn't want to talk to me about her because they didn't want to see me upset, but I needed to talk to her. Yeah. And then when I lost my mother five years ago, because we were both spiritual people and we knew we'd see one another um, afterwards in the inverted commas, um, I thought this is going to be so different. And it wasn't, it wasn't. And it was like, I couldn't believe the pain that I felt. And I didn't understand that. I kept saying to myself, but Carol, you know, she's okay. She's there, you've seen her, you know, she's okay. And I'd say, but why am I feeling like this? And I meditated and I did a whole lot of things and we all talked to one another. And But in the end, I had to realise that even though my spiritual body, my spiritual soul knew everything was okay, this physical body that's the vehicle for my soul in this lifetime, this physical body had to grieve. Yes. We yes. all have different ways of grieving but my physical body had to grieve. And once I could realise that, I realised that, and then I started to grieve and think, there is nothing wrong with you grieving, Carol. It doesn't matter that you're a spiritual person. You still need to grieve. And this may not be just about, you know, losing someone. It can be anything. It's not necessarily about a, a person. When, we, when something disappears from our life, it is okay to grieve for it. Yeah. And, to then, and then as you, you recognise that and you realise that and go within, when you go within and you can meditate and find that peace within yourself, then you can start to heal from your heart out. But, you know, it's a process and we're here for one another. You know, sometimes you might just want someone to sit next to you 
make you a kappa, hold your hand and not say a word, just to be there. Or sometimes you might just need to talk it out to someone because we're all individuals. We all do it our own way. But to know that somebody is there supporting you is the most important thing. But no, it's not. That's the second most important thing. The most important thing is to know that you're always loved. You have the angels and you have spirit with you. But you are a soul that is so strong, that is so unbelievable, has so many tools, and it's trusting and believing in yourself to know that no matter how long it takes, whether it's a little while or a long while, you will, yeah. you will get through it. You will survive. And that's, mm. that, to me, is the important thing. Absolutely. And I love that. That's so true. And that's a really good reminder, Carol Ann, when anything that we love or value leaves our life, there is a time to grieve it. And grieving it is essential. Yeah. Absolutely essential. I remember a um, long, long time ago now um, when my girls were in primary school, there was a woman there who had lost her child to cop death. And I think it had been about five years. And I overheard one of the other mothers saying to another mother, oh, God's sake, it's been five years, you know, move on already. And I realised oh. that, yeah, I had a word or two to say, I can tell yeah. you. But I realised in that moment that if we ourselves do not allow ourselves to grieve, we can't, we can't accept somebody else's. No, that's true. Right. And grieving is a right. Yeah. It's a right to grieve for as long as you need to. Nobody else has the right to put a stopwatch on your grief. Mm -hmm. There does come a time, however, if we're not doing anything to support ourselves, we need to stop that behavior, right? But that's a behavior that's not the grief, no. right? So they're two different elements. Yeah. So don't allow anybody to tell you how to grieve, when to grieve, or when to finish grieving. That's really important. You know, very important. It's a personal journey. Nobody else can take it. So as you were speaking, <laughs> I love this so much. I've opened the angel code. Here's a message that I'm going to read a little part of it. Caroline read one to me before the show. This one came through on the 27th of February, 2002. Turn the pages. The healing occurs for many in an instant. For time is of no significance when the healing energy is unbound. Unfurl your wings, take flight, break free. Your pathway becomes clearer to you now. You begin to see as we do. The vision is vital. You have it, use it. Illusions are useful tools, mock them not. Allow the light to enter, it will lead you home. And that's a perfect representation of what we were speaking about. For some people, the healing comes about very quickly. For others, it's a different situation altogether. And it's really important to unfurl our wings and to take flight. And by that, I mean, when we allow ourselves the generosity and the grace 
of experiencing our feelings and reaching out if we can for help and if we can't, at least being open to help from others, that then begins to set us free. So that journey is a pathway of many, like many cobblestones they're showing me, these cobblestones, and someone is kneeling and digging them up, and underneath is a little message. So they're showing me that every single step of the journey has a message for us if we're willing to see it, to read it, to be open to it, to understand it, or at least to ask, what is this about for me? What can I uh, grow through from this? What can I learn from this? Yeah. And most of important of all for me, and this is a big one because I often want to visit here, um, letting go of victim. Oh, I can't believe they did that to me. I don't deserve that, that type of thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and that's a completely human trait. So don't think that I'm above any of that because I most certainly am not. <laughs> but I tell you what I am is I'm willing to learn from it. And I'm willing to recognise it and say, uh-uh, not on my watch. I'm not going to go down that road. And if I do, I'm in Carol Ann. <laughs> Carol Ann. <laughs> good, isn't it? Because then, you know, it, that is the reaching out. And I'm very blessed because I have such an incredible friend, right? It's um, a two-way street. It's it a is two a two-way street. street, yep. But the thing of it is, because you're wise and wonderful, I'm so blessed because when I reach out to you, even if I don't know that I'm in that victim role, you have your own gentle way of letting me know. And if that doesn't work, then you'll just tell me. That's a blessing. It and when we open to it, friends like Carol Ann come into our lives. That's yeah. so true. Yes. And, and, you know, as I just said, that's a very two-way street because we both are here to help one another. And it's interesting as, as we were talking and you were talking about, you know, opening your wings and letting it fly, it made me think of something that happened to me several years ago. And this was something that because I'm, you know, because of being a Reiki person, I'm very into the metaphysical with the mind-body connection. And I had had a problem with one of my eyes and I needed major surgery and it was not very pleasant. And it was a time for me to stop and assess where I wanted to go in my life because I was at a crossroad of my life. And I thought, I really don't know what way I'm going to go. And it was going to be a very difficult decision. And so then this thing happened with my eye operation. You're not allowed to do anything for six weeks now can't read, you can't watch television, you can't do this, that and the other. So what I did in my mind, I went into my cave. I hibernated and I went into my cave. And then I thought about why has this happened? Why have I got myself into this position? Because in my belief, I had done this to myself. And then I realised the amazing lesson that I was being given. A, I was given the experience of being fully immersed in my cave, hibernating, 
because I didn't want anyone to visit me. I didn't want any interrupting. This was me having to come to facts and reality of what I wanted from life, where I was going to go and balancing everything up. And by the time I came out of my cave, all the things that I had been concerned about and worried about, they weren't there anymore. Yes, I had the healing for my eye, but the things that had caused me to go into this place in the first place and get into that situation, they would resolve themselves because I had resolved it within my heart. I had looked at it in a different way and I had looked at the whole picture of what was happening, not just at a little tiny part of it. And so, you know, I don't want anything as drastic as that to happen to people. But, you know, we sometimes do need to go into our cave to have that, that me time because it's so important for our healing, for our growth. I grew so much out of that situation. And my life completely changed. And it was only because of what I the way I had changed my thoughts because our thoughts create our reality. And so, you know, it, it to me that was such a major lesson for me to learn. And, but, you know, it, once again, it was recognising it, working it out, working through it. I did it alone, but, you know, we're all here to help one another as well. And so, you know, we have such tools at our, our disposal not only our spiritual team, the angels, our spirit guides, our animals and everything, but we have so much learning within ourselves. You know, there's no, it's no accident that we're all here at this crucial time <laughs> in Mother Earth's ascension and, and with everything that's happening to the, on the planet, no matter what country you live in, it's no accident we're here. We're here because we need to be here. So believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Mm. There is a song that I have been, well, maybe not obsessed, but um, very, it plays over and over and over in my head. I've posted it as on my actual, on my page actually a couple of times as a tribute um, to you all. It's called As A Lot Of You will recognise the song, but maybe not the title. Um, and something you said just then, Carolyn, I wanted to find the lyrics in this song. Um, it starts off as, as, the, as around the sun, the earth knows she's revolving. And as the rosebuds know to bloom in early May, just as hate knows love's the cure, you can rest your mind assured that I'll be loving you always. Now, there is a part in here, and it's about that being in just the perfect place for us, even though we may not agree with that. We may not be able to relate to that or even understand that. But the thing of it is, if I find it, I'll read it to you. Um, the thing of it is, it's having that, that acceptance of perfection regardless of what it looks on the outside. And that is, for me, 
just such a massive job some days, I can tell you when I'm <laughs> going around the world, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, how do people survive the things that are happening? And then one day I remember, geez, I was only pretty young too. I must have only been in my 20s and it was my son actually who got me thinking about it. Um, he was given money for his birthday and it was $20. This is in the 70s. $20 was a lot of money, a mm-hmm. lot. And it was when we were um, really beginning to understand about famine around the world, and in particular Ethiopia at that time, and I remember saying to him, what are you going to do with your money, Troy, you know? And he was just such a very considered little boy, and he said, I want you to give it to people who don't have enough. I want to give it to the people of Ethiopia. This boy, honestly, what a blessing in my world. So that's what he did. I helped him and that's what he did. And he was always very, very happy. He was about four. He was always very happy with that decision. So it really got me thinking about why is there so much suffering? Like how, I mean, why? Why, why, why? It was really sweet, Deb. It was sweet and beautiful and loving and kind. He's a very kind human being uh, today. He's 45 now. Um, why? And then it just dawned on me one day, and of course I didn't realise it was the divine speaking to me at the time, but the the voice came in and said, what if it's an opportunity? What if these people have chosen such difficult life experiences uh, and the braveness of their souls is here to give us the opportunity to help where we can? And my whole life began to change. Slowly, incrementally, began to realise that there are so many different opportunities that present themselves. Another one that happened was the same with Troy. He was, um, now he was only about three that first time and he was about five this time. And we were living in Melbourne uh, and it's a beautiful city. Melbourne is a gorgeous city. And we were walking along the streets of Richmond, I think it was, and there was um, a homeless person sitting on one of the benches and he was filthy and really, really smelled. And Troy had a bucket of hot chips which is a big deal for us buying a bucket of hot chips was a big deal you know we didn't have any money to spend on things like hot chips but this was a treat and um Troy just saw this guy and he never even queried it never even thought about it he just walked up and he said you look hungry mate and he sat down next to him he said want a chip and I watched this man's filthy hand reach into the chips and take one and begin to eat them and everything in me all my mother Jean said stop but my heart said, oh, I'm so grateful. So I sat there and I watched and Troy shared his chips with that man. And I realised oh, I was seeing greatness. And I wanted more of that in my life. I did. So I wish I could cry and talk at the same time. <laughs> You do sometimes. for me, please? So I realised I wanted more of that in my life. And I could see through that one small action and my response, my yeah. brain saying, stop your son because that's, you know, he's going to get sick or whatever, it's filthy. And that, But my heart responded and said, no, just be in the moment. Yeah. He, he didn't even get a sniffle, right? No. Um, and I began to see that there were ways I could have more of that in my life. 
And so I was a young woman. I must have only been about 23 maybe at the time. And I began to see suddenly that opportunities began to open little things. I began to look at people and smile at them. Such a simple thing. Heart mm-hmm. connections started getting made. Um, I still had a very long road ahead of me and there was a lot of pain that I was working through and a lot of stuff. But it was a seed and that seed mm-hmm. I decided to plant and water and grow. And yeah. that's my message. We can all do that. Yeah, a couple of comments on that. Children, children um, can show us so many lessons because they're coming from that place of innocence. And, and they, they, their soul is just beginning the journey in this lifetime. So, and, and the veil is still quite thin. And so they're looking at things through a different perspective to us. And as for the smiling, it's something that I do all the time, even when I'm shopping. And sometimes people give me really strange looks. It's a little bit more difficult with masks on at the moment, but you can see. You can smile eyes. with your eyes. <laughs> yeah, and because my eyes are so, I've got such heavy lids, my eyes sort of really get crinkly when I smile with my mask on. And But, you know, when one of the things when we had big lockdown at the beginning of last year, in the middle of last year, when we would go, allowed to go out for walk around our block and exercise, to smile, because we didn't have masks in, and to smile at everybody that you saw. And, you know, half of the time people would keep their distance, but they would just exchange a few more words with you. And so it was letting everybody know we weren't alone. You know, there, were, there was a lot of support and a lot of people. And, and just to, to smile at someone, it raises your energy as well as raising theirs. And it's such a simple thing that we can do all of the time. I had to smile today going out with my mask on. I was stepping over things and it reminded me of when I wore glasses all the time because I had to actually look down over the top of my mask. <laughs> it was really, it was really strange. <laughs> but, um, you know, like we can do these little things. It, it's it's really such a small thing to do to put a mask on. And, you know, so... It's all about us choosing to care for one another. And that to me is what I see our situation as. And, you know, if people disagree with it, that is their right as well. We don't know what their path was in this lifetime, what their their choice was when they made their contract to come back in this lifetime. And that reminds me of what you were saying before about Troy. Because we, that's one of the difficulties I have sometimes with my spiritual pathway when I see something and I think, how can that be happening to someone? And then after I send them love and blessings and healing, I think to myself, well, Carrie, you don't know what they came back here to experience. And so by sending them love and healing energy, then that it's not making, it's not just to make me feel better but it's something that they will receive unknowingly and which Mm -hmm. will help them in some way. Absolutely. Amen to that, sister. It is sending that love and that kindness. And, you know, and I'd actually forgotten about this, but the other day I was at the shops. This is before we uh, were wearing masks. Mm 
mm-hmm. before this lockdown, but there was a little girl and her mum in a shop and they both had masks on. And we were standing, um, she, they were before me, and the little girl looked at me and I smiled and I heard her say to mum, Mummy, that lady has smiley eyes. <laughs> Isn't that gorgeous? What? Just was on cloud nine all day long because oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, because that little girl and I shared that moment and she got that she felt that she recognized that so she actually has that in her to recognize it yes. right so her yes. mum is obviously doing something lots of things to promote that in her child what yes. a fabulous thing and yes. then the kids and I my grandchildren and I watched the uh, Disney movie Soul yesterday what a cool movie it I was haven't seen that very, oh, really interesting um about yeah what happens when we leave our bodies and um they touch on what what in the movie they call lost souls and the hope and what can really occur and the kids and I just watched it together and it was really great to sort of have this conversation and it was like I just felt such gratitude for that movie because it's opening up this topic of conversation yeah. in yeah. such an easy way and it was funny. So the guy comes back, he doesn't want to go, right, He's because <laughs> he's got this big thing happening and he doesn't want to, I'm going back in my body and he will not have that he's not. And he does come back, but he comes back in the body of a cat. <laughs> and um, the soul he's got to mentor, who Mother Teresa has mentored, that was Mother Teresa gave up on her. Gandhi, Nelson Mandela, it was really amazing. This little soul was not having any of it. They would not find their inspiration, right? So that soul came back in his body and it was a fantastic um, experience and it was funny and it was really thought-provoking and so there's a lot of things coming to the planet yeah. right now 10 years ago that movie would not have would not fly no no you know, 10 years ago that wasn't going to happen that's a Disney movie it's called Soul and uh, we've got Erin Gordon with us hello gorgeous Erin hello lovely um, so yes that was a really fun movie but the thing about that was is it really showed me Carol Ann what's opening yeah. and all these children now have the opportunity to think about all those things yes definitely so was that at the theater or did you see it on Netflix? no got it on um on uh one of the i think it was on the disney channel or something or other okay. yeah. um i'll have to keep an eye out at home we watched it at home it was super fun yeah but there's yeah. lots of amazing things coming out because you know, these are the steps we're taking as we're, as we're all making our ascension and this is all the children are coming back. And I can remember a long, 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 long time ago that when I, when I first started, it might even have been, you know, um, when I was only in my teens or whatever and I was working with mum and things, and somebody said to me one day, you know, you realise, Carol, the planet's going to tip over and we're all going to die Blah, blah, blah. So what's the point in us doing all of this stuff? And then just out of my mouth, which was quite young at the time, just said, that's okay, the children are going to save the world. The and children, and now the children are going to save the world. Oh. And so that's something that has stayed with me for a long while. And, and I think that it's, 
you know, it's as each of the, like we've had the indigos and then we've had the golden children and we've had all the various children and the, the veil is getting thinner. The children are so more, so much more perceptive and, you know, sometimes they're just so spot on with everything. And, and I really and truly um, believe that. So, um, you know, they're just coming in with a different way of looking at life. I mean, look at children now as regards recycling. You know, like back back in my dark ages when I was younger, you know, recycling, what's that? You just throw everything in the garbage bin or you go to the tip. But children, my grandchildren are so conscious of recycling and and doing these things and, and other grand other people's grandchildren are as well. So children are looking at life really in a different way because they're so much more awake than we ever were when we were born. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah, my yeah, my grandkids are the same. You know, we are always picking up rubbish when we're out. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, watching the movie, the main character Joe, um, he his love, he was a teacher, but his love was was piano jazz. Okay, yeah. And my granddaughter, Abby, who's five, um, he starts to play the piano and he's not very, he's not feeling very fulfilled in his life. But when he plays the piano, he just gets in that zone. And Abby looked at me and she said, he's lost in the beauty. Oh, isn't that beautiful? I thought, oh, man, Mm. this this is awesome. He's lost in the beauty. And so for her, she's a very wise little girl for five, I can tell you. Um, so yeah, it was a very beautiful moment to see her express that. Mm-hmm. Yes, Deb, I know. And hey, Tabeth's with us. Woohoo! Hi, Look, Tabeth. Yeah, Tabeth Shakura Hamon is with us now. For you guys who don't know the latest, Tabeth is our newest um, and a returning Angel Heart Radio host. So Tabeth is with us. Go to our Angel Heart Radio Facebook page, everyone. Tune into Tabeth there when she's live streaming. And that is uh, Sunday in the USA. Can't remember what time in the USA. Oh, darn it. Um, but it, it's 12 noon in Brisbane, Australia, everyone. You will love Tabeth. Tabeth brings a world of Wow, beautiful world with her. She's very, um, she's got a lot of knowledge. She has a lot of wisdom and she has a lot of um, experience in many fields. So she's going to have a very varied show. The first one we did, which was last week, um, Tabeth looked at uh, numerology and uh, your goals and, and what was it, Tabeth? So much has gone through my head since then. Goals and something or other about being aligned. It was really fantastic. And I got to join Tabeth on that one. And we had an absolute blast on that show. And it was a very beautiful show with a lot of information going out and a lot of people receiving some great uh, numerology support on that as well. Now I've got to find out what it was because I can't cope, not knowing. (laughs) (laughs) Just talk amongst yourselves. Just talk amongst ourselves. Oh, we'll go find out. So, you know, it's it's really it's values and alignment. There you are. Values and alignment. Thank goodness for that. Thank you. Thank you, Tabeth. Honestly, 
<laughs> she wouldn't have made it through the last couple of minutes of the show if she hadn't have known. <laughs> <laughs> You're a darling girl. Yeah, and it was fun. And Tabeth is, um, what do I say about Tabeth? Tabeth is interested in so many things, which means that what she brings to the table will be interesting, right, mm. in, in many ways. So there you go. And Tabeth joined us on one of our readings show, and that was really good. You gave some great readings there, Tabeth. So we'll have to come back and do another reading show soon, I think. What do you guys reckon? Would you like another reading show? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I think that we should do another reading show. Mm, we today. love those. Yeah, we do. We do. So, um, no, it's all good. So, yes, I think that, you know, one of the things, how blessed we all are, is the beautiful hosts that are on Angel Heart Radio because, you know, we bring such variety. We've all had different life experiences. And I think that that's, that's what makes Angel Heart Radio so enjoyable because we have wonderful numbers of people who watch the show and comment on the show. And that's encouraging for us because then it lets us know, okay, we're, we're hitting the right spot because it'll be, you know, sure, this is great for us to sit here and chat and do all these things. But when it's important to know that this is what you want to hear and what you want to experience. And with the variety, you know, like we've got Silva who's doing her show in Italian. And, and we've got the wonderful Annette McCoy who's coming back in the next two weeks, I think. Or week yeah, last, um, last week in January, she'll be back with Jenny Hickox for her fantastic yeah. astrology show. Yeah. So, you know, there's some amazing variety. And so, you know, we just love to be able to be here with you. And it encourages us when we see your chat and your comments on Restream because then that, that makes you a part of our show. It's not just all about us. It's about you as well. And that's what the important thing is. Yeah. And I love that. Well said, Caroline, because that's what it's about. When we get this great response from you, we, like Caroline said, we're hitting the right spot. That's where we want yeah. to so we're always considering what to do for each show, right? What are we going to talk about this week? What and not it's not about because we could talk forever. I mean, okay. that's what come through by now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, how can we assist people? Yeah. What do people need? What would they like? You know, please, why not just come to Angel Heart? Please do a show on. I need help with. We actually need you guys to get more involved if you would like to see the things on Angel Heart Radio that you want to see. So we've already had people in the in the comment section. Yes, please, they would like a reading show. Done. Done. Um, and this must be to be so funny. I'm so used to be able to talk back to you on zoom i'm waving and talking <laughs> to you ha ha <laughs> well, we can wave and, and you can talk on the absolutely. on the restream <laughs> ah, absolutely great idea whoever that is perfect exclamation mark thank you waving yeah so guys let us know if you don't let us know we cannot give you what you want what you personally want so yeah all righty, here we go. Another time to say, see you later next week. Sayonara.
Charlie Ho and all that. <laughs> Charlie Ho, Charlie Pip, and don't forget to come back. <laughs> oh, it's been great having you company, everyone. Thank you for your sharing yeah. and being here for watching. Please share the show. Yeah. If it means something to you, let others know. Yeah. Um, if you know somebody who's going through some difficult times, share the show with them. And then if they want to, they can reach out to us on Angel on, on Anaya's Facebook page and Angel Heart Radio's Facebook page. Angel Heart Radio, page. yeah. Make yeah. sure it's and, Yeah. Yeah, so on the Angel Heart Radio Facebook page. And so, you know, we're here because we're here for you guys. And we, as an I just said, we could talk on forever. We could, you know, we could do that, but we can do that over a cup of tea and we don't have to worry about, you know, if we've got our hair combed or anything like that. But, you know, we just love this. And, and it's one of the amazing things now that we're not on blog, well, we are on blog talk radio, but, you know, when we weren't on the Zoom. We're, not podcasting, we to, we're live streaming. Yeah. Yeah. And so when um, and when we went on to Zoom, it was like, oh, got to do the hair, got to have the clothes on, can't do it in my jammies anymore. So, you know, it, it's all fun and part of the excitement of being here and sh loving and sharing with you. It is. And, you know, feeling like we've got this immediate connection with you, right? So beautiful for us. So thank you, Erin. Thank you, Tibet. Thank you, Gabby. Thank you, Prashita. Thank you for Adam, Jenny. I'm trying to think of who else was there. There's so many. Deb, lots, Terry, lots of people. Thank you so much, everyone. Please take your love for yourself very seriously. Take good care of you. Look after you. And you're stronger than you might actually realise. If you need support, please reach out to someone you trust. If you don't feel you have anyone that you can trust, reach out to us. Yes, yes. We are always here as well. Thank you, Carol Ann. Oh, thank you, Anaya. It's been another wonderful show. And yeah. I've just loved being here with you. <laughs> Get yourself a copy of The Angel Code. It'll change your life, I'm telling you. Amazing. It really will. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. Bye, All right. everyone. All right, sweetheart. Love. We love you and we will see you. Um, same place next week. Yep. And, oh, I've got to go back into Zoom. Sorry, I didn't know how to get out of the show. <laughs> but I figured it out. Ooh, I'm just oh, I'm, a... You're so techo. You're so techo. I'm so techo. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We love you guys. Love you all. Bye for now. Bye for now. You've been listening to another fabulous program on Angel Heart Radio. Our goal is to remind you of how much you matter in the world and to let you know that we appreciate who you are in the world. You can check out who's on, when we're on, and who our guests are at angelheartradio.com. Everything is there. It's all just one click away. Angel Heart Radio programs are powerful tools to help you in your life and your life experience. They are not intended, nor should they, be used to replace your medical or legal advice. Powered by love, Angel Heart Radio is brought to you by angellight777.com. The views and opinions expressed by Angel Heart Radio hosts, guests, co-hosts and associates should not be construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio.